Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Let's join Bishop Kevin J. Foreman. Bible's high. Let's make our confession of faith together. If you're still tweeting and Facebooking and get your then, then, then what you do, I'll give you a pass. You ain't got to put your Bible up so you can keep sending it. Alright? Let's say it together. This is my Bible. It is the living word of God. My mind is renewed and my spirit is prepared to receive the word which produces faith. And faith pleases God. I'm not just a hearer of the word this word shout it out i am hallelujah amen stay standing if you would flip to revelation chapter 12 one scripture we're going to look at tonight revelation chapter 12 revelation chapter 12 again if you're just joining us at any campus tonight god's got a word for you right now revelation chapter 12 verse 11 you got it if you don't have it, you can look on the screens. It says this, verse 11, and they, say that's us, overcame him, say that's the enemy, by the blood of the lamb, say that's Jesus, and the word of their testimony, say that's mine. And they did not love their lives to the death. Let's read it one more time. And they, who's that? Overcame him, who's that? By the blood of the lamb, who's that? And by the word of their testimony, whose is that? That's ours. And they did not love their lives to death. Father, we thank you for your word tonight that tells us our testimony is far more powerful than we know. We thank you for everything, Father, that tried to knock us out, tried to kill us, tried to make us lose our minds, tried to make us throw in the towel, tried to make us stop. Because it is because of those things that we have a testimony. And it's because of our testimony that we've given Satan utter defeat. And we thank you for it because our testimony is far more powerful than we know. Speak, Holy Spirit, to everybody at every campus tonight. 
that they would understand that everything they've been through had a purpose. Everything they've gone through had a purpose. And it was so that we could overcome the enemy in a greater way than we ever imagined. And, and if you believe that everywhere, every campus, somebody shout out hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, as you take your seats, high five somebody and tell them, testify, baby, testify, testify, testify. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Your, your testimony, and everybody has one, is a sum total of every test and trial that you've been through that you live to tell about it. Now, now the, the very fact that you are able to hear what I am saying to you today is proof and it's evidence that there's obviously something about you that scares the enemy madly. There's obviously something about you that could not be put out. There's obviously a fire and a zeal and a passion in you that even when somebody poured water on your fire, you still had the ability to come up from that. Even when folks rained on your parade, you still have the ability to go out and have your own celebration even when you had issues you put the tissues up and said i got to live another day any thrivers in the house not not just survivors but some folks that are thriving because it's not enough to survive baby i need to thrive so 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 a testimony is comprised watch this of what you did right what you did wrong and what he did to make all of that work together for your good I'm going to get to you again. It, it's, uh, a testimony is uh, when you go through things, there's some things you do right. And you can look back and say, you know what? That was right. I did that right. I did that right. That was good. Thank you, Jesus. I did that right. Thank you, Lord. I did that right. But then in your testimony, there's some things that you did wrong. Can we be honest that there's some things that where you look back and say, man, if I had known then what I know now, I would have done that differently. That's part of your testimony when you can look back and say, you know what? I didn't handle that right. I didn't handle that right. My God, why did I get back with them? Jesus, how did I do this? How did I do this? How did I do this? Now, here's what God does. The scripture says that he makes all things work together. Now, check out what the Bible does not say. It does not say he makes all things work. It just says that he makes all things work together, which means God will take what I did right, what I did wrong, and throw some favor in there, throw some grace in there, throw some mercy in there, and make all of that work together for my good. Which means even when I make a bad decision, our God is so big that he can take that bad decision and make it work for me. I, 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 I think there's a few folks that have maybe made some bad decisions in your life. You, you made a bad business decision. You made a bad relationship decision. Any folk that you be honest, but okay, good. So God says, I'm so big, I can take that and still make it work for your good. That's a testimony. It's what I did right, what I did wrong. And what God does to make it all work together for my good. You know, life is walking through multiple valleys of shadows. Psalm 23, 4, this is David talking. He says, yea, though I walk through, say through, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. The word evil means anything contrary to me. It's not ghosts and goblins and witches and warlocks and devils with pitchforks. No, the word evil just means something contrary to me. He says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear the things that are contrary to me because you are with me. Then he says, your rod and your staff, they, come on, you know it, they comfort me. Which means this, every time I come through a valley, I have a testimony. 
That, that's what your life is going to have. You're going to have valleys and you're going to have mountains. Anybody that tells you you're just going to have one perpetual mountain has sold you a bill of goods. Because guess what? After every mountain comes a valley. That's what makes it a mountain. You would not know it's a mountain unless there was a valley next to it to compare it to to see the difference. That's why sometimes you just got to take a few minutes out of your day and say, God, I thank you. Sometimes you just got to have a thank you fit right in the middle of your day. When you're feeling like things are bad and things aren't working for you and oh, woe is me. Sometimes you just got to stop yourself and say, wait a minute, God, I thank you because I know I'm not in that same valley I was in before. I can see the difference in my circumstances. I see the difference in my situations. And more importantly, I see the difference in how I'm handling all of that. Because had I had to deal with this years ago, I may not have been able to handle that. But because I've been through some valleys, I've got a testimony that I've never seen the righteous forsaken. And I've never seen his seed back into bread. So, so every time I come through a valley, I get a testimony. Every time I pass the test, I get a testimony every time i fail a test i you have a testimony every time i survive a trial i have a testimony every time i survive temptation i have a testimony now here's the problem psalm 23 4 david says yay though i walk through now 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 i need you to get this most saints don't want to walk through they just want to walk to let me talk this side of the church. Maybe y'all get it. Walking through means I have to actually survive what it is that's shadowy and contrary to me. If I abort the valley, guess what? I abort the testimony. I'm going to say that again. If I abort the valley... I abort the testimony. Now, this is important to understand because Revelation's already told us that our testimony's got some power to it. it it's got some stank on it. Good stank, good stank, good stank, good stank. Not stanky. Okay, okay. All right. Now, uh, the word testimony in the Old Testament was an idiom for the commandments of God which represented God's covenant with us. An idiom means that literally it's, it means special phrasing or special words. It means that you'd have to have some background knowledge to quite understand what they're talking about. Let me give you an example from modern culture. Today, uh, you may not call money money. What's some of the things you call money? Let me hear you. Talk to him. Chatter. What's that? Loot. Ain't loot a little old? <laughs> <laughs> okay, loot, cheddar, skrilla, what else, green, moolah, benjamins. <laughs> now, 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 check this out. Guess what? If you were from the 1800s and somebody walked up to you talking about cheddar, Cheddar, Denver, Cheddar, east side of the Mississippi. They think you're talking about cheese. And here you go putting your hand in your pocket. And they're trying to figure out why he got cheese in his pocket. It's going to spoil in there. 
You understand what I'm saying? So an idiom means that it's, it's a special phrasing. It means something else, but you'd have to have some kind of background knowledge about the culture and the time to understand what it means. So now when we see the word testimony in the Old Testament, it's an idiom of God's covenant with us. Okay, now check this out. Your testimony is proof of God's covenant with you. How do you know that, Bishop? Because it didn't kill you. It, 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 it didn't stop you because you're worshiping God. It, it didn't stop you because you're serving God. Your testimony is evidence of his covenant with you. Now, what is a covenant? We, we talked about this. I've taught it several times, but we talked about this uh, not too long ago in the Believer's Bill of Rights. A covenant is a sacred agreement between God and humans. That's a covenant. It's a sacred agreement between God and human beings. And really, the totality of the word covenant is not clearly uh, demonstrated uh, in that definition because God, even in the Noahic covenant or the covenant with Noah, even made a covenant with animals. So it's safe to say it's God's covenant with anybody or anything. Because he can make an agreement with whoever he wants to, however he wants to, whenever he wants to, whyever he wants to. Now say, my testimony is proof of God's covenant with me. Let me tell you what your testimony proves. Your testimony proves, I'm just going to review from the Believer's Bill of Rights, your testimony proves that you have a relationship with God. Your, your testimony proves that. How? Because real relationship outlasts storms. I'm here to tell you, anything that you got that can't outlast a storm, it ain't real. Real relationship, relation, the ability of two different things to come together on one thing and make that one thing the focus. Your testimony is proof that not only do you know of God, but you know you some God. Okay. Let me say it another way. I don't just know of him because of what he and I have been through together. I know him. You ever had somebody come and try to tell you something about somebody, but you said to yourself, but no, I've walked with them long enough to know that what you're telling me probably ain't true. And if it is true, I want to know what you did to make it. You, you have somebody's going, so-and-so cuss me out. And then you're like, well, I know them well enough to know they just wouldn't do that. What you do? You must have done something to, to make them. My testimony is proof of my relationship with him. Because when it got tough, he didn't give up on me. And guess what? I didn't give up on him. But then my testimony is proof of his forgiveness and his forgetting of my sin. We looked at this in the Believer's Bill of Rights. He, he says, not only do I forgive your sin, but I forget your sin. Now, he forgives and forgets. We forgive and remember the lesson. Not the pain. He says, I dismiss your sin with prejudice. Meaning Satan can never bring it to me again. He can never come to me and tell me you're this, that, and the other. Matter of fact, God says, the only way I know something negative about you is you got to open your big mouth and say something negative about yourself. That's why I don't be walking around calling it humility. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. God is like, for real? I thought you were my righteousness because that's what I made you. 
Lord, I'm just a mess up. He's like, really? I didn't know that because I thought you were always overcoming and never being overcome. I, I thought you were the head and not the tail. I thought you were above and not beneath. The only way he knows something negative about me is I have to tell him because Hebrews says he chooses to remember my stuff no more. But then my testimony is proof that I'm favored wherever I am. How things worked out just a little bit better than they could have, just a little bit better than they should have, is evidence that God has favored me. See, because you know folks that went through the same stuff you went through, but it didn't quite work out for them the way it worked out for you. Because you've moved on from it, they still living in it, talking about, oh, remember when, and you saying, I can't, I don't know nothing but you saying. Touch your neighbor, say, I'm favored by God. Here's the awesome thing about God's favor. Favor ain't fair. I know that's not appropriate English, so let me translate for the bougie people. Favor isn't fair. Literally, favor means this, that God gives me preferential treatment. So when I say it's my season and time of favor, which every day of your believer is your season and time of favor, not just when it's this Christmas time or Easter time. No, every day is my time of favor. You hear? My, my testimony is evidence of his favor. Because it could have been a lot worse for you. It, it, it could have been a lot more detrimental to you than it ended up being. It could have made you, when you were sitting there contemplating whether or not you even wanted to live another day, it could have tipped one way and you would have cut yourself. But the favor of God stepped in. And when you had that bottle of pills, I wish I had some folk that are being real. When you had that bottle of pills and you were thinking to yourself, well, what favor tips the scales and gives me preferential treatment. You're still here. But then favor, favor, favor says that, that he's given me, or my testimony rather says that, uh, and proves that he's looking for ways to confirm his agreement with me. It says that he's, he's, he's given me the power to obtain wealth. It, it says that he's given me equal access Regardless of my past or my pedigree, because let's be honest, what you're driving and what you live in, your past and pedigree suggests you ought not have it. The job you're working, your past and your pedigree suggests you ought not have it. I know your neighbor has been good all of their life and their halo spinning right now because they're sitting around folk with issues. But if the real people would just not mind just for a minute being real about your past, your spouse you got, you don't deserve them. But God's. Okay. 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 My testimony is evidence of his mercy. Mercy is when God doesn't give me what I do deserve. Grace is when he gives me what I don't deserve. <laughs> Remember, in the Believer's Bill of Rights, there were 10 amendments that made up the American Bill of Rights, so there were 10 things that were part of the Believer's Bill of Rights. So I'm on seven. Eight, eight, eight. The eighth we talked about was that, that uh, we're sitting above all of our circumstances. 
Your testimony is evidence that God lets you sit in seats that you didn't deserve to sit in in the first place. But his mercy and his grace and his love, which is unconditional, allowed you to have access to a seat to get a front row uh, view of the circumstances. And, and you couldn't even explain why what was going on wasn't messing with you. But all of a sudden, it just wasn't messing with you. You... You couldn't even really articulate to somebody why it is that you're so peaceful and calm about what's going on, but he lets you sit above your circumstances. He, he, he lets you sit above your circumstances. Your, your testimony is proof, number nine, that, 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 that he's given you grace. He give, gave you what you don't deserve. And, and your testimony is proof, number ten, that he's given you peace, shalom, peace with him, peace with yourself, peace with people. Now, 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 shout testimony. testimony. Now, now, watch this. When you have a testimony, some of y'all that came out, came out of certain denominational churches, you'll understand. When you have a testimony, you have to testify. Some of y'all remember testimony service. But somebody would get up and get the mic. And, and it was always them two that always were going to make sure they had something to say. Even if they didn't have nothing to say, they were going to get the mic because Rev didn't give the mic up that often and they needed the microphone. And so when they got the microphone, giving honor to God, who is truly the head of my life. I used to get offended by that because I was trying to say, what you trying to say? He ain't the head of my life? What do you mean truly? I said, if everybody they talking to ain't got it together. Giving honor to God, who's truly the head of my life, pastor, deacons, ministers, ministers in training, elders, everyone in the house of the Lord. I want to tell you, God's been good. And that's exactly what they do. That's exactly what they do. Because they woke me up this morning. And started me on my way. He put some food on my table. God is good. They look real sanctified. How many of y'all remember that? How many of y'all remember that? Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> and that's all they say. And be like, he did that for everybody here. I, I'm being facetious. I want you to get it. Watch this. If I have a testimony, I've got to testify. Now, 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 check this out. Uh, here, here, here's the meat tonight. You ready? Your testimony, number one, encourages others. It encourages others. Courage, the ability to do something greater, encourages. It gives one the ability to do something greater. Some people are waiting not to hear you quote scripture, but they're waiting on you to share your testimony. Because when people are in the middle of a tough situation, they don't need to hear about what your word can do. They need to hear about what your God has done. 
Because when I'm in the middle of the situation, you being able to quote scriptures is completely irrelevant to me. I need to know that if he did it for you, then there is a possibility that he'll be able to do it for me. And since I know enough to know he's no respecter of persons, hush up with all of your scripture and tell me your testimony. In other words, testify. It encourages others. It, it gives them the ability to do something greater. Some people, when they hear your testimony, it gives them the hope they need. Because the reality is, is while we've learned in our culture, particularly American culture, while we've learned how to fake it till we make it, and how to smile when we really want to frown, and and we've learned how to do that. And the truth of the matter, there's something good to that. There's something good to that. But, but we've learned how to be so disingenuous that we don't even know what the reality of our state is. And so uh, sometimes a person's smiling and they're sitting next to you and hallelujah and thank you Jesus and say that, Bishop. But you don't know in their mind they're thinking, how am I going to make it? How am I going to get over what happened to me? How am I going to deal with what they did to me? But thank you, Jesus. Ain't it good? Your testimony is powerful because it encourages others. Now, here's what I know some of you are thinking. But, Bishop, my testimony is not complete yet. Can I tell you? It will never be. You just tell different chapters to a long story. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not waiting until boom it happens because that'll be a whole nother testimony. So I can share with you where I've come to this far. And I'll do like the old song says, I've come this far by doing what? It's never going to be complete. Well, I don't really say nothing because I don't quite have what I'm looking for. When that happens, you got another story to tell. But what you got now is enough to help somebody from taking their life. What, what you've got now is enough to help somebody realize they can make it through another day. Touch your neighbor. Say, testify. Testify. What you got now is lethal. You packing heat. Because some folks think, well, I don't really say anything about God because I don't really know a lot of scriptures. I haven't memorized a lot of scriptures. Can I tell you something? Memorizing scriptures is great. Wonderful. Uh, but I can also memorize the pin code to my ATM card. Does that mean anything? Scripture says, good, you know God. The demons do too. Matter of fact, Satan will use scripture against you if you're not careful. And use it to condemn you and put you down. But your testimony, you should learn the word. You should memorize the word. But while you're on your process there, got it? Your testimony is lethal. Because it encourages others. Got it? You wonder why people come up to you in the middle of your work day and you're like, Lord, why folk keep coming up to me? Come on, come on, come on. You're at the 7-Eleven just trying to pump your gas, get you some Twinkies and move. And people just, hey, how you doing? Can I tell you what God's doing right there? 
God says, I'm giving you an opportunity to use all the hell you went through to help this person. Because while they're smiling, saying, hey, how you doing? What you really don't know is they need to hear your testimony. People always come and bring their problems to you. And you want to why do I have problems solved written on my head? You try to think, Lord, I can't even fix my problem. The folk coming up here with all these problems. Let me tell you why they come to you. They come to you because God is saying, would you just tell them your testimony? Tell them what I did for you. Tell them how I changed your life. Be sure to tell them you're still a work in progress. So they don't try to use what they do know and judge you. You're supposed to be a Christian. I am one. The great news about Jesus Christ is that I'm a construction site. Where God... Sometimes he got to knock some stuff down, but he's still working on me. Sometimes he got to undo what he did, but he's still working on me. Baby, I may not be where I want to be, but I thank God that I'm not where I used to be. Touch your neighbor and say, testify. Don't let nobody pull that Christian card on you. You're supposed to be a Christian. I am. And evidence that I am is when I mess up, I got a Savior that's going to give me some goodness and some mercy. Yeah, I shouldn't have cussed her out, but guess what? I got some grace and some mercy. I'm going to go ask her to forgive me. I'm going to ask God to forgive me. I can do it no more, but you don't got to. That's why some of you don't want to say your testimony. Because you know your conduct doesn't quite always match up to it. There it is. I thought you knew. Thought you knew. No, 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 no. The good news about our God is, yes, I may have messed up. Yes, I maybe shouldn't have said that that way. But I can ask you for the forgiveness. I can ask him for forgiveness. And tomorrow I got a brand new set of mercy. See, what I just did is take this handcuffs off of you that make you don't want to say nothing about God because you're concerned with what happens if I mess up or say this or say that. No, you need to tell them up front. I'm telling you up front, I'm liable to make a mistake. And when I do, I got some mercy and some grace and some love and I'm still favored. See, I just took the handcuffs off. Second thing about your testimony. Second thing about your testimony. Am I helping anybody? Is it shames every enemy? It shames every enemy. Now, now, now watch this. Scripture says, Revelation 12, 11, that they overcome him by the blood of the lamb. Jesus handled that. And then the second part, is contingent upon us. It says, and the word of their testimony. Now, now, now watch this. Evil means what? Contrary to. Which means evil. Evil. Watch this. Can, 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 I, can I take you back? Evil is necessary. <laughs> evil, evil is necessary. Now, remember what it means. We're not talking about demons and devils and pitchforks and ghouls. and ghouls. That's not what evil means. Evil means literally contrary to me. So check this out. 
things that are contrary to me are necessary for me to become a better me. <laughs> you understand this? See, that's why you have to enjoy the valley when you're walking through it. Because I'm not going to be in no valley forever. Let me tell you what valleys have. Purposes and expiration dates. Mm -hmm. Trouble don't last always. Lack don't last always. Heartache don't last always. Pain don't last always. Trouble don't last always. But now, now look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Evil. They got to say a country. Evil. No, 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 it's not, no, not E-V-I-L, E-V-A. Eva is necessary because it shows me what I'm made of. That's what it does. Things that are contrary to you show you what you're made of. So you're complaining about what they did to you, but you never know how deep you can love until you know how deep you can hurt. So the hurt that was evil, contrary to me, showed me just how much I have to give. You hear? So, so, so look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. It shames every enemy. My testimony says to every evil thing, you tried to stop me, you tried to tear me down, you tried to break me down. You tried to shut me down. You tried to oppress me, depress me, repress me, suppress me. But I'm still here. And not only am I still here, I'm a better version of me than the me you first attacked. I'm a much better version of me. Baby, you attacked XP, but seven came out of the valley. <laughs> High five your neighbor, say testify. testify. You, you attacked 95 and didn't know millennium edition was on the way. My testimony shames every enemy, evil thing, contrary to me. It shames it. It says to it, you talked a big game. You taunted me, Goliath. 40 days and 40 nights. You had a lot of negative things to say, Goliath. You had a lot of things to try to knock me down, Goliath. But who's got your head now? Who got your sword now, partner? Touch your neighbor say, testify. It shames every enemy. And don't get involved with people. This isn't about people because there's something behind everything. So, so don't think, don't, don't get somebody in your mind when I say, who got your head now? See, somebody say, oh, let me go on and fix that. The Holy Ghost wants me to fix that. Because some of you had somebody's face in your mind when I said that. <laughs> no. There was something behind Goliath. You hearing me? It shames every enemy. But the third part, this is what your testimony does, is the most powerful. Now, I'm getting ready to give you the information, but I just want to warn you. If you don't shout off of what I'm getting ready to say to you, 
then you need to give your life to Jesus Christ. I don't care if you're not a shouter. If you're not a shouter, you better just say something. Amen. You just, just say it out. I'm going to be looking because we're going to get you saved, delivered, and set free. I'm going to warn you. Now, I'm going to warn you. I'm going to warn you. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. Now, us just watch. <laughs> I'm joking. Being facetious. If you don't shout off of this, then you need to give your life to Jesus. And you're going to become a believer before the end of this worship experience. Because when I show you the power your testimony has, you will no longer be intimidated to share it. Matter of fact, you're going to start walking around people, grabbing them at the mall. Come here. Do you know what God did for me? You're going to go to your job tomorrow and say, listen, excuse me, excuse, excuse me, excuse me. Cut the meeting. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got something to say. Give an honor to God. My bishop who in his absence tonight. In his absence today. All of the people of the Lord. <laughs> you don't go to the park tomorrow and start testifying to the chipmunks. Come over here. Sit down. All the creatures of the Lord. You don't go to the reservoir and start speaking to the fish and say, I see you in the name of Jesus. I got to tell you what he did for me. Watch this. Your testimony heals you. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. That ain't the part to shout at. But you're ready, though. But you're ready. Your testimony heals you. Jesus. Okay, if I drop the mic and run, somebody grab it and finish the rest. It's all right here. Just read it. Well, you probably won't understand what I'm saying, but just speak in tongues and everybody lift their hands, okay? Flip to James chapter 5. James chapter 5. For show you what your testimony does. It heals you. It heals you. <laughs> for show you where, I'm going to show you where to shout. Bishop, why, why he wants to shout? Because the scripture says, if you receive this with joy and with gladness, you, you'll speed up the process of implementation. For some people, it's a long time before they implement what they're taught because they don't receive it with gladness. Okay? So, so when you receive the word with gladness... It speeds up the implementation of what you're being taught. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay, no, 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 watch this. James 5, 16, you got it? Now, you'll remember from the gospel series that one of the things the gospel does is it heals us emotionally, spiritually, physically, generationally. Now, look at James 5, 16, you got it? Confess your trespasses one to another and pray for another that you may be healed. Okay, that's where you shout. Okay, y'all didn't know. That's where you shout. That's where you shout. Now look at this. Confess your trespasses. Come on, can I take you through, through a real quick lesson real quick? Three kinds of sin. What are they? Sin, transgression, iniquity. Sin means to miss the mark. Transgression means to willfully deviate. Transgression to transgress is to trespass. And your iniquity. He says... Tell folk your mistakes. Y'all obviously can't hear me. He says, tell your testimony to one another. And when you hear it, don't talk about it. Pray for one another. And when you pray for one another, I'm going to heal you. Y'all don't know when to shout at harvest. 
okay okay watch this watch this <laughs> now remember this because I, I want you to get it a testimony is composed and comprised of what you did right what you did wrong and what he did to make all of that work together for your good so he says tell your testimony confess your trespasses to one another pray for one another and I'll heal you can I tell you why some folks still haven't gotten physical healing because they are silent with their testimony the book doesn't limit how he's going to heal you he tells you I'm going to heal you so if there's sickness in your body you ought to run to somebody and say I got a testimony to tell you if you got emotional he uh, issues, you ought to run to somebody and say, I got a testimony to tell you. If you got generational issues, you ought to run to somebody and say, I got a testimony to tell you. Because when I testify, <laughs> when I testify and pray for you, he promises me He'll heal me. So if you got emotional sickness, I'll tell you why. Because you talk too much about the wrong stuff. If you got physical sickness, I'll tell you why. Because you talk more about your sickness than you do about the other valley he already brought you through. If you got generational family problems, I'll tell you why. Because you magnify those above your testimony. Emotionally, spiritually, physically, generationally. He tells me, I'll heal you. But you got to tell your testimony. And when you finish telling them, Pray for them. It's been in your Bible for give or take a thousand years. Of course, he wrote it about 1700, 1800 years ago. You're still here. Your testimony is the missing link to total healing. Missing link. Missing link. He tells you. He, he, now, does, does your Bible say what my Bible says? Okay, look at here now. <laughs> look at here is a southern colloquialism for look here. <laughs> Confess your trespasses. What's your testimony comprised of? What I did right, what I did wrong, what he did to make it work. Confess my testimony to one another. So obviously he's talking about church folk. And pray for one another so you'll be healed. So if I'm walking around lacking healing, maybe, just maybe, it's because don't nobody know my testimony. Can I give you a little something extra for free? A little something, something. I'm going to throw an extra fry in there for you. 
your testimony, the scripture says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. When you're giving your testimony to somebody, God says what you're really doing is you are magnifying me. And you are exalting the greatness and the magnanimity of my name. And I go where I'm celebrated, not where I'm tolerated. Touch your neighbor, say testify. On the internet campus, say testify. And everybody, say testify. Stand on your feet. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.